Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Welcome everyone to another episode of Wonder Soul. I hope you are doing good. I hope you are staying home and staying safe and uh, just staying as positive as you can through this uh, crazy time that we're currently living through. And I uh, just want to say thank you for all of your support uh, when it comes to the Wonder Soul YouTube channel. If you haven't already, uh, please jump over to YouTube, search Wonder Soul, and subscribe to the channel. There's a bunch of new content that is going to the YouTube channel, and it's exclusive to the YouTube channel. So I uh, hope you guys are enjoying that content. Uh, it's been really fun for me to make, and I'm enjoying every uh, step of the way in creating that kind of content. But Yes, we're still doing podcasts here. Uh, sorry for last week. I just didn't get to it. And um, one of the main reasons why I didn't get to it is because I've been obsessed. I've been uh, playing this new game. You probably have heard of it. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been making some pretty big waves out here. Even with things like stores closing and stuff like that with video games these days. Digital sales have been on the rise, but especially when you can't go out and buy or pick up a copy from your local stores uh, with everything going on. Um, you know, it didn't seem like it faced any roadblocks, um, but it's been a title that a lot of people have been looking forward to. I know a lot of friends who picked up Doom Eternal, and I've been hearing a lot of positive things about that. Uh, but for me, with the Nintendo Switch, and with everything going on, I needed a escape to a deserted island. So I picked up Animal Crossing last week when it released. And I honestly have had trouble putting it down. It's just been so enjoyable. And we'll get to that later in this episode. But before we do, I wanted to provide you and myself. Because honestly, Animal Crossing New Horizons is my first experience with Animal Crossing. When it first came out on the GameCube back in like 2001, uh, I, I had a GameCube, but I was going through that stage where I was like, nah, that looks kind of kiddy. I don't want to play that. Little would I know that <laughs> as an adult, this would provide such enjoyment and escapism from what is currently going on and just in general in life. I know that so many people have enjoyed this franchise over the years and it's really provided um, so much joy and a lot of connections to not only the characters in the game, but people have been sharing these experiences with family, with friends, have made new friends. And, and I really wanted to just try it out. I kind of went into New Horizons, the latest one, uh, pretty blind. I, I've known to some extent what Animal Crossing was all about, but it did take me doing a little bit of research, checking out some of the previous titles, and uh, this is what I dug up. So the first part of this episode is gonna be some information on just Animal Crossing. 
and then we'll get into some uh, just personal thoughts and opinions on the current game and just the franchise as a whole and why I think it does attract people to it and why so many people enjoy and love Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing, if you're not familiar with it, uh, is a social simulation video game series developed and published by Nintendo and created by Kasui Iguchi, I hope I am pronouncing that right, and I probably am not. Uh, I always get nervous when it comes to certain Japanese names. I am so sorry. Anyways, um, in Animal Crossing, the player created is a human who lives in a village inhabited by various anthropomorphic animals. So that's basically animals who walk around like humans that dress up like humans that look like people right um in this village or in this island or wherever every game seems to have its own different situation but you're carrying out various activities such as fishing bug catching and fossil hunting the series is notable for its open-ended gameplay and it intensive use of video game consoles internal clock and calendar to simulate real passage of time so in animal crossing the game operates on your time and schedule so when it's four o'clock in the afternoon in the real world it's four o'clock in the afternoon in animal crossing to me that's such a unique game style um, just mechanic and I think that that provides this really unique experience when you're playing Animal Crossing especially if you've played other video games there's not many that work in that uh, that way so in Animal Crossing games the player assumes the role of a human character who moves into a rural village populated with animals and lives there indefinitely uh, gameplay is open-ended. It's pretty open world in, in a lot of ways. I guess you could say the word open world. And open-ended, it, it pretty much means that you don't really have any defined objectives. There's nothing that's really telling you you need to do this and do that. You could literally boot up Animal Crossing and just do whatever you felt like doing. Sure, are there tasks that you could complete that, I guess in a lot of ways, move the game and gameplay features forward but there's not really like a set story there's not like a set objectives list now in new horizons they do have the feature of nook miles and it's kind of a way of just saying hey go catch five fish and we'll reward you go plant a tree and we'll reward you so it kind of allows you to follow some kind of guidelines and get rewarded for doing certain tasks but there's really no one or nothing that's going to tell you you absolutely have to and you cannot do anything else until you do what we want you to do. So I, I think that's really fun. I love games that provide that kind of freedom. But really the whole thing is about being encouraged to spend their time in the village performing any number of activities, which include collecting items, planting trees or uh, other items, uh, and socializing with village residents. That's the big thing. Like I said, Animal Crossing is a social simulation video game. It's all about making connections with the other uh, villagers and people in that game, in that world. Uh, Animal Crossing games are played in real time, like I said, utilizing the video game's internal clock and calendar. So 
basically when it's Halloween in the real world, it's Halloween in Animal Crossing and you're gonna have themed um, items that you can collect. Maybe the, the trees are going to show this autumn color tone and you're gonna have these uh, you know different uh, activities and, and celebrations going on that reflect the real world like I know coming up they're going to focus on Easter so there's gonna be a lot of like Easter related items that you can create and collect so it, it's really fun it, it always keeps the experience fresh so it always seems like there's some kind of in-game event or activity that reflects either holidays or just let's say you plant a tree you're going to notice over the next actual couple of days where that tree is going to grow it's not going to grow in a couple of minutes a couple of hours it will literally take you real time a couple of days now for some people i know that's not going to be something that they think is going to be fun um, it may not hold your attention that long but i'm telling you there's something about just picking up the game and playing and doing a couple things and then putting it down it's it's a game that wants you to experience its world but it also wants to encourage you to get out and live your own life and, and explore your own world uh, so it kind of limits you in some aspects like for instance store hours and certain things have to be done at certain times certain fish um, now I'm, I'm when I'm speaking about this I'm referencing New Horizons I'm not really sure how the other ones specifically worked uh, to work around the real time and real world scheduling of things but you know stores close at like 10 p.m. so you can't do certain things after 10 p.m. in the real world um, certain things can only be found in certain times in certain seasons even so there is even at this point in New Horizons uh, certain fish certain bugs that after the end of March you're not going to be able to find them they're just not going to be in there so it kind of encourages you to do certain things while you can but it keeps it fresh because it's changing just like the world like real life you know the only constant in in the world is change and the seasons change and with that brings different holidays different activities and things to do um, so I think that's really cool I, I think that you know initially you're gonna pick up the game and you're going to want to grind out and do all these different tasks and you can definitely get lost and especially when you're quarantined or on lockdown um, you're not going to have a lot of other options uh, outside of you know the house to go do so it's the perfect timing to get into a game like that and spend that time but I think longevity speaking um, it's gonna be one of those games where you're gonna pick it up and you're gonna play for a little bit and then you'll put it down or it'll just be something you check into every so often um, but one of the major things uh, in Animal Crossing is collecting items it's like a major feature in Animal Crossing the player can explore the village and gather objects including fruit from trees now every island in New Horizon you have your own uh, set fruit you can plant other ones um, but like for instance I have cherries on my island but some other people have peaches and some have you know uh, I think apples and other things so 
it's all about collecting these and, and knowing that not everything is going to be available at either your island or your village or at this certain time and it encourages you to reach out to other players to go explore other places to receive these items um so you have fruit from trees uh seashells and discarded items nearly all objects can be sold for bells which bells are the in-game currency uh, players collect objects to obtain more bells which can then be used to buy furniture and clothing, uh, purchase home expansions, invest in stocks and play games. A number of specialized tools are available for other activities such as fishing and insect collecting. Special items such as fossils and paintings may be donated to the village museum. Uh, the player can choose to socialize with the other animal residents by engaging in conversations sending and receiving letters which you can actually do with your real life friends who play the game as well um, bartering or playing hide and seek residents may move in or out of the village depending on the player's actions so it it really reflects what you do you have a constant impact but nothing is being forced upon you the more you interact with other residents in the village or on the island uh, the better your relationship gets. Uh, they'll, they'll give you things randomly. You'll find uh, one day you'll check the mail and you'll have a random gift from one of them. Just different things like that. Like in New Horizons, there's a museum. So every time you catch a, a fish or a bug or dig up a fossil, you can go over to the museum and donate to it. Um, you can, whatever you collect, sell, gift, and, and give. And you can just, you know, make your own um layout as far as the village the island to your house especially and how you decorate that and what you fill it in with it really gives you the opportunity to uh stamp your own personal style and that's what's been so fun seeing online through social media and stuff with new horizons everybody's characters are you know even though there's so many options uh to design the character from the clothing to hair colors to the rooms and decorations everything has a unique flavor and style that i'm really really digging so it, it really allows you to jump into this world and make it your own now animal crossing like i said has been out for a while uh, the first one was in 2001 and it was titled animal crossing uh, i came out actually on the n64 first but that was in japan uh, here in the West, uh, at least here in America, uh, it was on the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, it sold over 2 million copies. Uh, after that, in 2005, there was Wild World uh, that came out on the Nintendo DS. Uh, and then in 2008, City Folk came out for the Nintendo Wii. Um, and then 2012, we have New Leaf for the 3DS, the 3D Nintendo handheld console. Um, then after that, there was some kind of like a spinoff called Happy Home Designer that came out in 2015, also for the 3DS. And then now, available on your mobile device uh, is Pocket Camp that came out in 2017. So you can get that on your Android smartphone or your Apple iOS device. Uh, and now, uh, as of March 2020, we have Animal Crossing New Horizon for the Nintendo Switch. Now, there are some interesting facts. The uh, creator of Animal Crossing, his inspiration for making this type of game, um, this social simulation, 
was he wanted to recreate the feeling of being alone in a new town, away from friends and family. And that really reflects um, in the gameplay, in the game style. You are basically starting from the bottom. <laughs> you have nothing. You, it, it, At least in New Horizons, you're in a tent. Uh, you have to work your way up to get a house. And then after that, you have to get you know, things to put in your house. And, and so it's like you're moving and starting fresh. Uh, you don't know anybody, so you have to meet and get to know people. Um, so it's really just recreating that whole experience. If you've ever had to go away for school, uh, if you're in the military and you travel a lot, if you've ever just moved in general, um, it, it kind of, in a lot of ways, gives you that same experience as it is to start over and especially when you're moving. Uh, I've moved a couple times in my life and you know, every time you do, you're in a new environment, you're around new people. And, and so I think Animal Crossing really captures that experience. Now, like I said, Animal Crossing in Japan at least was originally on the N64, the Nintendo 64 console. Now, uh, there was this thing called the 64DD. It was an add-on for the Nintendo 64. It was like a CD drive. Um, it was released one year and ended in a year. It was not successful. Um, but it was originally made for that. And then we got the port to the GameCube. Now, we know that over time, video game consoles have added these little you know, attachments and things like that, these accessories, and not all of them are going to be successful, especially when it's something like that, where back in the day there was, instead of releasing a pro console or an upgraded version that was just a, a whole new console, but it was still, this for, let's just say for example, we, we have the PlayStation 4, but now we have the PlayStation 4 Pro, which is like just a, a better, more improved version. It's like when you get the iPhone 6 and then you get the iPhone 6S. It's like that mid-generation upgrade. Well, back in the day, there was a lot of consoles that were just getting these attachments. Um, instead of just making a new console or you know, just waiting until the brand new generation started, they just go, here's this little add-on, here's that and that. And not all of them worked, um, but that was interesting because I here in America have always thought of Animal Crossing uh, being on the GameCube, but I didn't know that it was actually on the Nintendo 64 in Japan. So you guys let me know if you knew that. Um, <laughs> so, so here's something else. So you hear a lot about animals. Obviously it's Animal Crossing and a lot of the villagers are animals, whether they're um, <laughs> cats, dogs, cows, uh, frogs, raccoons, and stuff like that. Well, this, let's talk about Tom Nook. Tom Nook is like one of the main characters in Animal Crossing. He's the guy that uh, basically sets you up and builds all the stuff that you need, but you know, it's not free. <laughs> he, he, he has a business to run. Uh, but the fun thing that I discovered uh, doing research is that Tom Nook's not really this regular raccoon. He's a, a tanuki which is something according to legend in Japan. Uh, they're, they're these creatures that are like a Japanese raccoon dog. Uh, they're, they're known to turn leaves into money, which explains why Nintendo chose a leaf to represent Animal Crossing. Now that's like the logo is this leaf. Uh, 
for Animal Crossing. And so he and his relationship with money makes more sense now. Like I, it, they really have a awesome attention to detail. And it, when it comes to these characters and their designs and their personalities, there is this reflection of either legends and myths or just real world traits that we connect with each animal. Um, animal Crossing had a movie. I don't know if many people knew that. I didn't really know that. I think Uncle Mike's World told me that recently. Um, and actually, uh, it's a lesser known film because it was only released in theaters in Japan on December 16th, 2006, or let's just say 2006. Uh, basically, an, an 11-year-old girl named Ai, AI, I don't know, uh, moves into a village populated with animals where she works to make new friends as well as discover her dreams. Some fan favorite characters appear. Sadly, the film was never released outside of Japan, but you can find it online via YouTube. So check that out, guys, and tell me what you think. I'm going to check it out this weekend and uh, see now that I've gotten to know some of these well-known Animal Crossing characters, if uh, how many of them I can point out and, and go, oh, oh, yeah, I know who that is. And anyways, but it was pretty successful. It made a, a, around 1.7 billion yen, which is actually around $16 million here. Um, and so I, I just thought that was interesting because they do have these awesome unique characters and you're like oh this could be a movie like a pixar type film or something or an anime um overall though animal crossing the franchise has sold over 30 million units that's a lot it is definitely one of nintendo's more successful franchises especially the one of the newer ones you know a lot of people when they think of nintendo they think of zelda mario Star Fox, but Animal Crossing, especially now with the release and success of New Horizons, which we're about to get to, I think has really um, set itself up to being a name brand that people, general audiences, and the general public will be able to connect more with Nintendo. When you think of Nintendo, you'll think of Animal Crossing, vice versa. Um, so that just shows the impact that it's had over the years. Now, here we are, March 2020, Animal Crossing New Horizons comes out, and what do you know? <laughs> no matter what's going on in the world, it still found a way to become the fastest selling Nintendo Switch game in Japan. The title sold over two million games in just three days in Japan alone. By comparison, the previous three-day Switch record was held by Pokemon Sword and Shield, which sold over 1.36 million copies. Now, if you're not a fan or know a lot about Pokemon, Sword and Shield is not one game, these are two games. They're basically the same things, um, but they have certain exclusive content uh, in each version of the game, basically. But with those two games combined, they sold 1.36. This game alone sold over 2 million and that's just Japan and and that's not even that's not even it. That data doesn't even include digital downloads. With everything going on right now, not many people were able to go out to their local um, GameStop, Walmart, Best Buy, wherever you pick up your video games 
they were, like me, forced to download it digitally in the Nintendo eShop. So that's just mind-blowing. And not only is that a crazy number, that's just Japan. To see what the number's going to be worldwide is going to be absolutely crazy. Now, here's something else. You can't sell a game unless you have consoles, and sometimes games are console sellers. The launch of Animal Crossing New Horizons has been a huge spike in Switch console sales. Just over 392,000 Switch machines, both original and light versions. There is a Nintendo Switch Lite version out there that's only handheld. If you aren't too familiar with the Nintendo Switch, the awesome thing about it is that it's a hybrid system. You literally can play it handheld or dock it and play it on your television. So they have a cheaper handheld only version called the Nintendo Switch Lite. So combined, it sold basically 400,000 Nintendo Switch consoles. Uh, and that was in Japan. <laughs> so it's just crazy. So the Switch has now uh, shifted 13 million consoles in Japan. It is, I think now, at the time of this recording, I think the Nintendo Switch has sold more more systems than the Nintendo Wii, which if you guys remember, no matter where you're from or where you lived, the Nintendo Wii was huge. It was like in everybody's, you know, living rooms. And I didn't even have one, but I had so many friends I'd go over and we played Wii Sports and stuff like that. It was just this family entertainment system. So that's crazy. Um, but I want to get more into New Horizons and why I think people are gravitating towards Animal Crossing now more than ever. But before we get into that, uh, let's take a quick promo break and we will pick back up right after this. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and Parlay Points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, welcome back. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that promo break and go check out that podcast. I promise you will not regret it. So why do people like Animal Crossing? That has been the question I have had even before playing New Horizons. And it's the question that has more than one answer depending on who you ask. Maybe it's the unique characters like Tom Nook, Isabel, or K.K. Slider. That encourage you to interact with them and the other characters in this world who after so much time spent playing you begin to get to know them like they are real individuals due to each having their own personalities their own styles and their own goals or maybe it's the addicting gameplay that makes you want to spend countless hours doing mundane tasks that in the real world you would rather put off, but in Animal Crossing, picking weeds, fishing, catching bugs, paying back your debts, organizing and collecting becomes something you go out of your way to do. 
how satisfying it is to save up your bells to buy that one piece of furniture you've had your eyes set on, or finally upgrading your house so you can decorate more and store more stuff that shouts out your personality and your personal tastes. Could it be the calming and relaxing atmosphere that gives us peace and reduces our anxieties and stresses of the real world? Or is it the beautiful aesthetics of the world and the characters that it's just so pleasing to look at and explore with its amazing attention to detail that can turn normal everyday things into crowning achievements or precious keepsakes? In the times that we live in currently, and I mean even before COVID-19, the world is moving in such a fast pace. Often we can find ourselves having a difficult time keeping up. From our personal lives to the extreme amount of information and news that we receive daily, who wouldn't want to escape to a deserted island and live a much simpler life? One that isn't so complicated and filled with the increasing workloads and expectations of modern society. A place where people and nature aren't so disconnected, but are more in tune than ever before. A community that shares and connects in a more natural way by actually interacting and speaking to one another. Not just scanning through a social media newsfeed where your neighbors know you and you know your neighbors, a location where kindness is the standard and giving without the expectations of receiving something in return becomes the norm. A world where your curiosity is rewarded as well as your hard work and your patience, where the simple is enough. In Animal Crossing, you literally take it day by day. Focus on the now, all while working towards future goals, with the liberty to go at your very own pace, and with that the freedom to do whatever you want. Very few mediums provide an escape that is so personal and customizable such as video games. Oftentimes we read a book or watch a movie, and we pretend that we are that main character going on that adventure. But in video games, you are the main character. And not only are you that main character, but the looks and the name of that main character can be yours or whatever you so desire, literally transporting you into a whole new world. I think it's safe to say that there are moments in each of our lives where we wish we could go to a new world. Even though the one we currently inhabit is very precious and contains many beautiful people, sights, and sounds. And yes, there are moments where the dark can appear more than the light. But it is in those moments where things like Animal Crossing can remind us of what's truly important and what we really want to seek out of this experience we call life. Since starting to play Animal Crossing, I have been filled with this deep want to go explore nature and connect with people on a much higher level. And even though for me and most of us at the time of this recording, that isn't as plausible as one would like. 
it still has planted that seed that I continue to water and witness grow with every opportunity I have, especially when I pick up my Nintendo Switch and visit my very own island of Tranquilly. I never thought as an adult, a game like Animal Crossing would provide me with such ease in this high anxiety world that the cute aesthetics would lift my spirits in the way that they do that I would see so many people become attracted to the idea of Animal Crossing and the escape it provides all while flexing their creative muscles and shining their individuality for all of us to enjoy and share. So whatever the reason is, there truly isn't a right or wrong answer. Just like there isn't a right or wrong way to play Animal Crossing New Horizons, Want to collect bugs all day? Go for it. Want to play with your friends and visit each other's islands? You can. Want to just stand on the shore day and night and fish? Why not? Whatever you want and however you want to do that, Animal Crossing provides the freedom and opportunity to do that, to escape to a new world. Now, I know that this game isn't for everyone and I respect that, if anything I discussed in this episode sounded fun or even interesting, I encourage you to go explore the world of Animal Crossing for yourself. I will speak for myself when I say that I am truly thankful and happy I was able to jump into this game as soon as possible. With everything going on in the world, the release of Animal Crossing New Horizons actually couldn't have been better. It truly makes me happy to see the video game provide the much needed distraction, positivity, and joy that all of us need right now. And because at the time we can't go explore our world, at least we have this one to get lost in. I hope once the world starts to put itself back together, that the pleasures of exploring and connecting in Animal Crossing will transcend the screen and motivate us all to go out and discover more about nature and our surroundings, as well as establishing and strengthening our connections with those we love and introduce us to friends we have never met. So I hope if you do own New Horizons that you are enjoying it, and if you haven't yet for any reason but want to, that you can pick it up as soon as possible, either digitally or in a store near you. If you would like to connect with me and visit Tranquilly, you can add me on Nintendo by using the friend code in the description below. But I hope you enjoyed this episode of Wonder Soul. Uh, this is going to be it for episode 147. Yeah, sorry, I'm kind of losing track now. Um, yeah, episode 147. Uh, Animal Crossing. I, I really hope that I've done justice in explaining the attraction of Animal Crossing and the effect that this latest release has had on me personally. And uh, I want to hear your guys' experiences with this franchise. Uh, tell me about the experiences that you're having right now if you're playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. And I, I can't wait to continue to see how this game uh, grows and evolves over the time that it's going to be out 
And I'm just excited to stop this episode and jump right back into my island and see what new things I can discover and new things I can create. So, like I said, if you enjoyed this episode of Wonder Soul, please subscribe to the podcast and to the YouTube channel. Plenty of new content coming out every week. Um, I can't wait till we talk again. Take care and do good. Thank you for listening to Wonder Soul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wonder Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support. Wonder Soul hopes you have yourself a good day.